This is Dawn Schuler, Certified Trainer and Business Consultant at the Schuler Group with the People Thrive, Companies Thrive podcast. Today, I'm here with Christina Major of Crystal Holistic Health. So Crystal, I mean Crystal, <laughs> Christina, thank you so much for joining me today. Tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. Well, thanks, Don. I'm really happy to be here. I'm, I'm glad you got a chance to connect. Um, who I am is I'm the owner of Crystal Holistic Health. I am a holistic writer, and I specialize in helping health professionals and wellness professionals put out blogs, emails, and web copy that really connects with their target clients so they get more customers, reach more people, and end up helping make the world a healthier place. Great, great. And I'm thinking of questions already, like even more so than what we had talked about before. Um, so I can't talk and write at the same time. All right. So, so you create quality content for your clients and are your clients usually, um, you know, health offices? Are they individuals? Say a little bit about that. Most of my clients end up being people like naturopaths, chiropractors. Um, I have a couple of supplement companies. They're, they're people who are really great and fantastic people in the medical world. But getting them to say all of their accomplishments and putting themselves out there in a marketing perspective and talking to their people, that's a little bit more challenging for them. So I help bridge that gap. So their brilliance, their intelligence gets translated to what everybody else can read and understand. And they start understanding each other. And they realize there's that connection there. The doctors do care. The people do want to get healthy. So what's interesting is um, I've just recorded another episode called Bridging the Gap. And it is that, you know, whatever a business or an organization exists to do, more than likely it's to bridge some sort of a gap. Yeah. And so, for example, for us, we go into organizations, we help analyze where the gap is with maybe employee engagement, leadership, communication. Mm -hmm. So we analyze, here's the gap, and then, oh, and here's how we bridge the gap. And it's just brilliant, I think, that you do the same thing, obviously, in a different realm. So mm -hmm. can you say a little bit more about the bridging the gap? Yeah, sure. Um, like I said, a lot, of these, a lot of people I work with, they're brilliant. But they're very scientifically oriented. They're very medically oriented. And almost everybody has had the experience where they sit down with the doctor and the doctor starts explaining their health condition, their problem, what's going on, and it just goes right over your head because there's so many medical terms, there's so much detailed information, and it overwhelms people. And that's where I step in and I start translating it and I start telling the stories so people can understand it and they can connect with it. And apply it to their lives so these big complicated medical words get put down into something very simple that um, that's fantastic and what a you know you're right there's that they do what they do we call it the zone of genius but yes. that doesn't necessarily mean they should be doing these other things especially in terms of marketing because that's probably not their zone of genius probably not their zone of excellence could be their zone of competence or more than likely incompetence yeah, and everybody has their different levels of what they know, and I just find that that either they're talking way above their client's head, or they're they're so 
almost embarrassed by how much they know and how good they are that they don't share it. Um, uh, one of my clients has a PhD, a medical medical doctorate, two other master's degrees in related fields and numerous certifications. And when we first started talking, they never introduced themselves as a doctor or any kind of professional. We just started talking. And when I found out about this, I asked, why don't you share this? Why don't you, why don't, why can't I find it on your website? Why can't, why don't I know how, just how much you know? But well, it kind of intimidates people. But no, not your clients. Your clients want to know you're brilliant in this aspect. They want to know you're the expert. Yeah, that goes again to that zone of genius and claiming it. And that's part of my my soul, S-O-U-L, purpose in the world is to really help people recognize what's amazing about themselves, that authentic piece as well as their gifts, and then put it out in the world and claim it and really be the best version of themselves they can be. So you're helping, it sounds like, uh, present your clients in that light of, Here's what's great. Here's what's amazing. Here's the zone of genius. Here's what they excel at. And then you help them do that. Exactly. Right. And just getting out and sharing. Both my clients and myself, we want to help people. So the more we can talk to people in their language and get people to choose to be healthier, we both succeeded. Mm -hmm. Yes. And, um, and so then what I want to, I want to switch paths just a little bit. Yeah. One of the reasons why you and I thought it would be great for you to be on my podcast is that idea of the right people in the right seats. Yeah. And so we believe the right people in the right seats, it's it's too fast. The right person is the one who's really in touch with the message and the meaning and the deeper why of say an organization or a company. Mm -hmm. And then the right seat is that they're a good fit for that role they they're qualified etc and so when we think about that especially in our realm we think it means employees or at least internal so there's mm -hmm. an organization you talked about chiropractors so there's a chiropractic office right they might have an office manager they might have you know massage therapists on staff you know some admins whatever it might be maybe nobody in marketing but still they think They've got to ha do that internally. So I'd like you to speak about um, your role and how you're the right person in the right seat for your clients. Okay. Uh, specifically in, in the health and wellness realm, there's a lot of a lot of doctors, like chiropractors and naturopaths, it's them as the primary doctor, maybe one or two other doctors helping them out, some nurses, usually one or two secretary staff to handle scheduling, paperwork, insurance claims, that sort of thing. And all of these people know what they're doing, but they're not marketers. And really, the offices don't have a budget to hire somebody full-time that's knowledgeable enough in marketing that can do everything. Those types of people are thousands of dollars a month, which is generally why these companies hire out companies to do that at a much smaller, a much smaller fee, and they get exactly what they need. So for a lot of the smaller offices, they 
typically skip that step altogether. So now they're trying to do their own websites, their own blogging, their own Facebook ads, and they're overwhelmed. So they can't, they can't afford to hire somebody. A company's too expensive. So they need to find that somebody who's only a little bit part-time. And they realize they need something just a little bit. And that's where I step in and I say, I have this solution. It's just a little bit. And we work from there. So really the company's first step is they have to realize there is, there is something they're missing and there is somebody they can hire, but they don't need to actually employ that person. They can freelance it out. There's a lot of us out there that we, we do pieces for really relatively inexpensive amounts when, when you compare actually hiring somebody to do it for you. And as we, as we were chit-chatting a little bit before we started the official formal part of the episode, the cheapest option isn't always the best. No. Um, in my particular realm of uh, blogging, you can go onto places like Fiverr or Guru.com and find people who will write you a blog for $5 each. But they're from places like uh, India, the Philippines, the Middle East, someplace oftentimes where they can get by writing two or three blog posts a day for like 15 US dollars. And they're living in the top 10% of the people there because they're making so much more after you do the trade currency. So they can charge just a little tiny bit, but you have to question them. Do they speak English? Do they speak English well enough to communicate with people? Do they know who your target market is? Can they actually write well on health and scientific terms or whatever your industry is? So there's a lot of questions to ask that way. Right, right. So in your case, as I'm, you know, I'm, I'm applying our filter to what you do, that whole the right person, my guess is, you know, to our definition, the right person is the one who's in alignment with the message, the values, the deeper why. And I'm guessing you work with your clients long term. Yes. And so you're probably, you probably get a really good sense of, like you said, they just, they want to make a difference in the world. They want to help people. Mm -hmm. So I'd say there's that, there's where that connection is with you as the right person. Yes. And then the right seat being qualified. So, um, you know, you said a little bit about, you know, why maybe outsourcing to an offshore marketing individual may not work. What makes a qualified, let me say that differently. Um, the right person in the right seat is about choosing the most qualified which mm -hmm. could be the right seat, but also the one who's, um, who's a good fit with that, the, the message, et cetera. What, what are the criteria for, in your mind, that right person in the right seat? Okay, that, that's one of the questions the company should be asking. I wrote an article on LinkedIn. Uh, it's under my name, Christina Major, and it gives the seven steps to asking the, the right questions of a freelancer to make sure they're a good fit for you. And the first, the first thing people should ask is, does this person actually know what they're talking about? 
do they have the background in your field, in my case, health and wellness, that they can read studies, that they can understand what's being said, that they have enough medical background, that they can understand the medical terms, the chemistry terms, the biology terms, and then be able to translate that. Um, I have a master's degree in holistic nutrition, so I, I have that advanced. I have a couple of other certifications in naturopathy, herbal medicine, metabolic typing, that I can start to understand the physiology. So I, I know the medical terms, so I can talk to both doctors in their more advanced language, and then to everybody else in their non-medical language. And you're bridging the gap. Exactly. And you should also ask, is, is this person doing it as just kind of a you know, extra income thing, or is this what the person does full time? Because there is a big gap. Um, half of what I do during the day is reading blog posts, reading marketing information, comparing what I'm doing to what Google is looking for. So I, the, the marketing piece and the making sure what I write actually will be found is huge. Um, so well, probably three to four hours a day, I'm just getting the background information so I can write effectively. And the little part-timer is not going to be able to have the time or the dedication to do that. So you definitely want somebody who does it full time. Absolutely. Absolutely. What's one of, um, what's one of your favorite stories about the work that you do with, with your clients? Um, I think the best thing that I do is I get topics that I know just enough about that I can start putting together good outlines and then I can really go and dig into it and find find the medical information, find find what's going on, how to take different supplements and herbs and foods, and expanding on that. Um, one of the pieces right now I'm writing about is about the Rotalia uh, uh, supplement and how it helps brain health, fatigue, depression, and that, and those kind of issues. And I'm going through and I'm writing it, and then I, I I finally open up something that has the full Latin name to it. And I'm thinking, wait a minute. And I look over at my stand of plants. I really love, I, I grow a lot of herbs and succulents and that sort of thing. And I look over and I'm thinking, holy crap, I have that sitting over there on my shelf. <laughs> um, so I would never use it for my internal health. It's just too pretty for me. <laughs> But I just thought that that was just a really interesting connection. And as I'm writing about it, I'm really learning how it helps people, what it does. And I really think this is something that people could use if they have a couple of specific issues. So I'm writing to that group of people and talking in the same language. Um, for example, I wouldn't talk to somebody who has high cholesterol the way I would talk to somebody who has depression. Because there's two different physical feelings, mental feelings, emotional feelings. So I'm able to tailor things to both ways just by knowing those kind of people. Great, great. Um, let's see, what, since you have an interesting kind of outsider perspective in a way, um, 
but you're obviously very involved with your clients. Yeah. What's the most interesting observation you've had in, in kind of being that interesting outsider and observing the functioning of you know, their organization? Uh, it's the combination of the brilliance of people and their embarrassment. Um, I, even though I come, I've come to expect it, and when I'm marketing to these people, I actually point it out to them, and everybody agrees. But it surprises me that I keep running into all of these just absolutely brilliant doctors and chiropractors and naturopaths and, and massage therapists, coaches, and they never, they don't tell people how good they are. Hmm. And it's, it's so frustrating that I, I read this and it, I pick it up in bits and pieces here or there and I'm reading their blogs and they never ask for the sale either. And that it, it, it's very frustrating to me because I think these people really could help people and I know I can help them. And I just want to get that out there to tell people who you are. Ask them for the sale. You'd be surprised how much people like that. And there's a sale in any organization. You know, nonprofits, there's a sale, mm -hmm. right? They have to get donations or they, they have to get, bring on volunteers, whatever the case may be. Mm -hmm. There's always a sale, uh, although it may look a little different from the traditional idea of a sale. So um, yeah, interesting insight into that thing that you touched on before about they're almost embarrassed at how brilliant they are and how much they know, but then also from that business perspective of capitalizing on that and, as you say, asking for the sale. Yes. Great, great. Any last words you have uh, for us and for people who are listening to this episode? Sure. Um, when you're when a company is looking to expand in a specific area, um, if you have somebody local, great, work with them. But if not, there's just about every kind of freelancer online that can help. And a lot of us will talk to you to see if it's a good fit. Um, and I've turned away companies that I don't think would fit me because our values are different. And there's other people that have talked with me and they didn't think my values fit with them. So it's like any other kind of sales. Some work, some don't. The ones I do work with, I end up working with long-term because we match. So if you find the right person, they will, they'll be a really good fit. You'll get to know them personally. You'll get to know them business-wise. And you'll be able to have a good, solid relationship. And for me, that is the big thing with my clients, is we form that relationship. So I love how we've taken this concept of the right people in the right seats and applied it to you know, bringing on subcontractors or freelancers. And that concept is still just as important. Even yeah. if we're not talking about the standard employee, you still want to have the right person and the right seat for whatever that particular role and responsibility is. So Christina, that's been really helpful just to get that, um, that perspective. Remind us all where we can find you out in the World Wide Web. Sure. Um, I mentioned before I'm on LinkedIn under Christina Major. 
Um, my website is crystalholistichealth.com. And by the end of the year, I will be putting out a book on health blogging the right way, which has a lot of these tips in there. And basically what I do to go through step-by-step step to figure out what my clients need for a blog and how I go about writing it. There's also a section at the end on delegating this out to other people and exactly how to find the right person and get the right information out of them. Perfect. I was just like, you're going to, you're doing part of our job for us, right? We yeah. can help organizations figure out how to hire the right people. And in your particular field, you've laid that out for them in your upcoming book. So that's very exciting. And congratulations. Thank you. All right. So thank you again for listening. And until next time, may you thrive.